0: Go up. Couch Co-opers, couch potatoes, and couch codependents. This is the Couch Co-op show, and I'm Ian. And if you couldn't tell by the sound of the music, it's our part two, or my part two, of the uh, of my Elden Ring journey. Joining me on the couch tonight is Justin. Justin, thanks for joining me. How you doing?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. How you doing yourself?
0: <laughs> I'm all right. It was kind of a weird day, and I don't know. You know, talk video games.
1: Yeah. Um... So, how's your quest so far? How's my quest? I mean...
0: Actually, I got on uh, right after work, and I beat uh, one of the Erdtree avatars, one of the tree, just to, like, jump on for a moment. I had to get... I needed, like, uh, some souls or some runes to level up, and so I, like, uh, just, like, ran over to the one I hadn't beaten yet, killed him, and then leveled up again, just in a moment and then I was like well I'll contact you and see if you're ready to record <laughs> and then I've just been yeah. waiting for you because a little bit of recording difficulties tonight but uh, I think we got it I think we figured out a workaround so, uh, um, I hope but so I wanted to ask you a bunch of questions Sure. Because I, I know you're a big Souls guy um, but what is your overall take of this game so far
1: so so far so my history with The from or the Soulsborne games is I've been playing since uh, Dark Souls one on PC, and I just remember like hearing like um, people talk about Demon Souls and Dark Souls, and there's had like this weird kind of zeitgeist and this whole discussion about this weird obtuse, but people who got into it got really into it. So I picked it up on sale, and I started playing, and and I wasn't really sure like how to kind of decipher what I was playing I didn't understand what the big deal was at first but I don't know when it was but somehow like it just clicked and it made sense to me Um, yeah it's a difficult game that you kind of really have to kind of plan your attack and constantly be on your toes and um, went through Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3 um, went through Sekiro. I never got a chance to do Bloodborne because I was never on PC, and I've never done uh, Demon Souls. Have you done but any so of the? Uh, uh, have you
0: done any of the like the other games that are like uh, Souls-like games, like from other like from Soft Light games, like
1: uh, what Surge or Neo or any of those games? I did try the first Neo for a little bit, but for some reason, like it's it's kind of like Coke and Pepsi, or like when you kind of compare them, like. There's a certain flavor you're looking for, and it's sort of there, but there's something off. Like to me, like Neo had a weird. It it has a floatiness to it, or like it doesn't have like the same heft and impact that the FromSoft games have. And I've known people like talk about. I believe um, there was that more Viking-looking one that was a while back. I'm try- I'm the names on tip my oh, tongue, of my tongue. Oh, something of the Fallen or something. Yes, that's the one. And I've heard it's like it kind of does the same, but it doesn't have. The... Those are the guys that
0: did the Surge, Surge 1 and 2.
1: Oh, okay. And I've heard good things about um, the Surge games. So I think like maybe um, The Fallen one was basically their first attempt. But then it's so weird, like how a short period of time, like the Soulsborn series has been co- become like so influential in game design. Um, to, like, a certain sect of, like, third-person action games. Right. But so far, like, Elden Ring is basically, like, everything I was hoping for and then some. Like, when they d- I first did their announcement and saying they're doing a uh, collaboration with um, George R.R. R. Martin, I wasn't really sure how to really take that, I guess. And I guess, like, in hindsight, you as you play the game, you kind of wonder like how much of impact does he really have on the overall game to begin (laughs) right like (laughs) he
0: he came up with some names and maybe a couple story ideas but like the story is so kind of like uh okay sure
1: (laughs) what is yeah and honestly like two finger maids i don't know what
0: these finger maidens are i don't know what is going going
1: on there's all all the fingers uh I'm list at first but then I guess I find a maiden after getting ga- get got a couple times and hanging out by fire. right yeah <laughs> and then you always have like these weird side quests that you kind of stumble into and if even though I've played these games like for uh, for so long there are times where the quests you kind of just stumble along through it. Like, there's people who are able to pay attention to the story way better than I can. Because ultimately, I'm just like, I guess I got to go kill some shit and right. get the Elden Ring. That's You're... what everybody's saying. I'm tarnished instead of like hollowed or ashened or whatever Like it is that this, like, whatever this flavor of Dark Souls right. is.
0: Well, I had, I had a question about your kind of prior history with the, the genre. Leading into Elden Ring before Elden Ring dropped, what was kind of your favorite. Of the Souls games you'd play, which one was kind of your favorite at that point?
1: From what I've heard, and I think it's true, is your first Souls game is usually your favorite. And so for me, the first Dark Souls is still my favorite. Um, I know Dark Souls 2 has some defenders, but it is usually regarded. widely considered the worst. Yeah, it, But they've they tried some things, like some weapon art stuff that came back in this most latest game. And I haven't gotten to the point where I have two of the same weapon, or I haven't tried yet, but there there was a concept called power stancing that was introduced in the second one that was only in the second game, where if you were leveled in a certain way and you held two of the same type of weapon, you could introduce a whole new set, excuse me, of very powerful attacks. I From my understanding, that is back in Elden Ring. And then... Um, the third one kind of was like more of an expansive, like I guess the, the first one, they really kind of took a lot of the nostalgia, of like, hey, remember this person and remember these elements from the first game? We're reintroducing it because it's basically a way of wrapping up the story. Right. But I really liked, there's an aspect of the first one I really liked because I always play as a fast dex, pl- like a dex build character. And I got really good at the timing to do parrying. Well, that leads me to and, another question. Like,
0: is that something you learned right off the bat in the first game, or is that something you learned as you pl- started to play the other
1: games? The timing is different in each game. No, but your your build, your build choice. Oh, the build choice. Um, I think what it was is I started off as a I've. For strangely enough, I've never really rocked with magic at all in these games, and I know that's a huge component. But I started off as, like, a, like a heavy, just strength-wielding character because it's just, like, just swing a big hammer and shit happens. Um, but as the games have gone on, like, your swings are slow. And even, like, throwing daggers at certain bosses and characters, they fuckers just jump out of the way. Right. <laughs> so you need to be, like, maneuverable. And, like, you could be tanky, but these guys hit hard. And I need to be able to, like, roll my ass out of the way.
0: Right, right, right. Um, So, oh, man. Uh, moving into, so, like, with Elden Ring, was there any concerns on your part, having played most, you know, the main, like, the PC games, basically? Moving them into an open world, was there any concern there? Or did you feel like because i haven't i don't have a big background with those games i kind of played some bloodborne i played a little bit of demon souls but i never got into it so i don't really have a i don't have any idea what dark souls is like or sekiro so like was there any concern moving into this like open world gameplay that concerned you
1: not really but at, at to be totally honest i never i didn't really think about it that much i just was i was just really interested like especially after the departure of sekiro where it was, it still had that brutal difficulty, but they added this whole another element of mobility and using the grappling hook and um, the instances of, like, um, breaking posture. So if you break down the defense, you could break down the defense of your enemy to open them up to, a, like, a critical attack. Um, but the I, the concept of the open world, like, I, I wasn't actually fully understanding the scope of what they're looking for, I was just kind of thinking it might be kind of more of the same. Which I mean, if you like chocolate ice cream and they make a really good chocolate ice cream, I'm pretty sure this next chocolate ice cream is gonna kick ass.
0: Well what do you think of it though? I mean you've played a lot of open world games. What do you yeah, think of this um, this game as an
1: open world game? I think they're doing a really good job. Like they've so far, they've done a fantastic job. Because um I don't I don't really play as many open world Uh, third-person games these days and the reason why is I feel that the Dark Souls formula has kind of ruined me on a lot of that style of game so games such as Assassin's Creed and stuff where a lot of times maybe you can just mash a button and get out of a situation where you get mobbed like that's not possible in these games and so it's I feel like I almost feel like the Dark Souls series or this kind of formula is kind of akin to getting into fighting games. So if you start playing online and you have people who adapt and have certain strategies, some of them are brain dead. They'll just be spamming dragon punches. But you know, you end up having a strategy how to counter that. But then you come across other ones that are kind of trying to bait you into doing something so they can answer that. I feel like that almost that almost philosophy is in those games. Now add that into an open world. You always had options with Dark Souls games. That, uh, for example, in the first Dark Souls game, your main hub area where you first land into the main world, you have, I would say, like three, three ish area, uh, three just three directions you could go right off the bat. One is the easy route. One is the medium route, and one is certain death, unless you know what you're doing. Now, what they did is they gave an option, like almost like more onboarding, where you're like, there are plenty of areas that will fuck you up immediately. And when you come across those areas, you're like, you know what? I'm going to come back, and I'm going to try some of these other little minor dungeons first that are like a lot easier. And it's weird, because they do not tell you what areas are easy and what areas are hard. Right. And you think you're Billy Badass, just rolling through and steamrolling people, and for some reason you take a wrong turn and you're getting fucked up immediately. <laughs> so, like, for example, like we was it a, a, a Limgrave? Limgrave? How do you mm-hmm. pronounce mm-hmm. Limgrave? The starting is area. What it is? Yeah. So when you first off there, like you're like, okay, you're starting to get your bearings. These kind of roaming, like zombie looking dudes are pretty easy to take out. Occasionally, you come across like those more barbarian looking dudes on the horseback. You're like, okay, these guys are tough. So you got to like kind of keep your wits about you. And then, then you like, you are just rolling around and you open some random chest and it sends your ass (laughs) to some weird mine where you're backstabbing people and it's not doing any damage at all.
0: See, I only got teleported escaped? once so far in the whole game. You've only
1: teleported once so far, and okay. I got
0: teleported to the fucking elevator in the palace with the big fucking Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's the first place. That's the only time I've been teleported, and I went all the way the fuck there. That's <laughs> just like, and I'm like a level, like maybe ten wretch at this point, and I'm just getting with a club, maybe a sword at that point, and I'm just getting owned by this. It's just like nothing I can do. It's like there's no way I can fight this. Why did I get teleported here?
1: Exactly. So no, the first the first trap chest that teleported me, teleported me to a mine, okay in Khalid, okay. And so after I get after I just sprint my way out of this, I look like I'm on fucking Mars, and that's the first time I've ever seen that area before, and it's the middle of like the poison swamps. <laughs> so, I another aspect of these games I love, is yes it is the most dour and depressing atmosphere possible but there is such a trolly fuckery of the community that's involved in these games with the messages like whether they're giving you helpful messages like you know beware of left like how many times those little like or if they put fuck... a
0: fucking message right by a fucking ladder like fuck oh, those guys that
1: shit <laughs> or uh try finger butthole or fort comma knight or shit like that or try jumping and it's like pointing down off a cliff you just see a bunch of little blood stains around it so like it's um the open aspect like I wasn't sure what to expect but I've been incredibly impressed where like the idea that um, how many times you've been surprised by just some wandering boss? Oh, 100%. Like your well, just first... the
0: just the exploration of the game in general, I think is brilliant. Yeah. like like that's the one thing that's so weird about open world games right now is like m- like real mainstream ones is like oh, go ahead ex- explore, but then they hold your hand around every corner and everything. Yeah. Like this game gives you a true sense of exploration and it's just uh it's so refreshing, extremely refreshing.
1: And also you have this aspect that's so easy to maybe miss something super crucial. Um, like, for example, like how you can see how easy it would be to miss the witch that gives you the ability to summon spirits real easily. And I probably would have missed it if I didn't read about it. Um, and I, You know that's, what?
0: The only reason I didn't miss her is like I kept dying and kept coming here and then finally noticed that she was just sitting.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I also appreciate how, like, I was surprised. I'm kind of surprised how diverse the different binomes are in the games. Like, so as of late, I I know, like, in the game, you can beat two of the was a great rune holders, and you can progress. Yes, exactly. And you, and you can actually progress further to closer to the end game, I guess, or like the second half, or. I don't know. This game keeps getting bigger and bigger. Oh, the I know more it's I huge, it. man!
0: It's so fucking. How, how many hours are you in so far? You think?
1: Um, let me check Steam, but I believe I am close to forty. Uh, where are you at right now?
0: Uh, I'm at sixty hours, and yeah, uh, I I think I've unlocked all the areas except the snowy area.
1: Yeah, I've heard. I just heard about that there was a snowy area today. Have you done the lift yet? The lift. So there is a this lift that goes up. That's so. There's the lake area that's really large up top, right? And then there's spoilers to anybody. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're oh, I, spoil, I told so.
0: them in the first episode that this was going to be a very spoiler heavy series.
1: Okay, cool. So, in the northern part of that area, you have like this weird mansion that's full of like severed hands. That oh, the you.
0: hand spiders, yeah,
1: yeah, like a lot of hand stuff goes on in that place, <laughs> uh, and then. There is the lift area, which in my, I was kind of like going, the last couple days I've just basically been trying to acquire um, those sombering um, stones that you can make your weapons better. I have a, like, I have a- Right, better than smithing stones, the the white one. Exactly. So in my my journey across the globe, um, (laughs) I did come across the two halves of this, medallion that i used to unlock the lift okay but um i haven't used it yet because i wasn't sure i wanted to make sure to try to like complete all the quests i I feel like i've missed i i've been all over that area but
0: i i don't i think i missed the second i have the first half of the medallion yeah Where was the second half i don't even
1: so i believe um the second half i'm trying to remember the first one because i know the first one you get early there's the second one. Have you killed the big slumbering dragon in Khalid yet?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That, that second half is in that fort. Oh, in that the, I didn't is. go in the fort. Okay. And that fort's fucked up, so be ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they have what's called corpse runs. And it's, it's pretty much known in Dark Souls um, terminology. What a corpse run is basically I'm just going to haul last and just oh, right. get the pickup and i know i'm going to die. So just use like try to utilize all your souls or runes or whatever your currency is and just haul ass and hopefully you make it. So let's let's, let's go um, back
0: to the beginning a little bit. So like you were talking about dext build, dexton and what? Per- so you is that what the build you did for Elden Ring, your dexterity?
1: Yeah, i started off with the uh warrior build. It's always weird cuz like i was you almost become um Paralyzed by indecision of what direction you want to go in. That's you why I just want to, went, like,
0: Well, that's why the guy in the video said, "If you want to experience the game fully, choose Wretch, yeah. but it'll make it more difficult yeah. for you." And it's like, I hate these games. Why choose the more difficult <laughs> yeah. path? But I thought, ah, <laughs> fuck it. So I picked it, and so I picked Wretch. But uh, and I've had a good time so far. So I don't know. But um, you went with so as of right now, warrior. like how
1: how you been specking your character
0: specking my character i'm unsure what specking i guess i'm probably doing it i was doing kind of a dexterity like quick and like a uh, and strength yeah um but lately i've been really ramping up my faith and in intelligence to use some of the other kind of more interesting like spells and weapons so yeah, i'm not sense. like a lot of people tell you to just like put a lot into vigor i have not put a lot into health yeah uh i feel like if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i uh i want to be able to like kill <laughs> kill things i don't want to die i don't care if i,
1: I die. know there's a huge trade-off it's like do you want to do damage yeah. yeah or do you want to take damage i don't want to take it damage it seems like well i want to take things. damage but i want to <laughs> do damage so but no I, I basically been kind of specking my character so far around the the weapon that that bloodhound knight dropped um, and it's, I've, ab- I've been able to get it p- to plus nine and it, it scales with both strength and dexterity, but it, it scales more with dexterity. Um, and then I did want to have some of the dragon powers. So like doing like the, um, was it uh rotten breath? The attack? Rot. Yeah. The rot. Yeah. Required, um, some faith that I did not have. And so did have to do a, a little bit of um rune or rune farming, I guess what you call it, um outside of like the beast that there's that there is in North Khalid that uh place where that beast guy hangs out where you give him like dead roots or something like that, and there's the uh, gargoyle that hangs out up front that will aggro if you touch him.
0: <laughs> Dude, hey, you know how you were talking on discord about trying to get him to fall off? yeah. yeah. I died but got him to fall off.
1: Nice. Did he did he die die though? I don't
0: know. I don't he he dropped down. I'm pretty sure he there wasn't so it's hard to tell. I'm pretty sure he wasn't by the secondary cliff, but he does fall. I can't get him to fall off it.
1: Yeah. Cuz he does this thing where like if you get up in his face, he'll do a big jump back. Oh yeah. And so you just try to aim him so he jumps his ass off the cliff.
0: But if you you got to really be on him cuz he won't stay with you.
1: No he'll like he shot like, like one shot on the, kills the left side, the time.
0: let's see what is it so if you're facing the castle, he'll never come to he hates going to the right side, but he'll go to the left side because I think there's that ledge down below there, but if you can get him up on the up on the step, he will go fly over the edge there, so it's like I think it's possible,
1: but I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but no um I like as of today. So I've had today and yesterday off, and um, I was doing a lot more exploring of the Eternal City. I was trying to follow the, I think, I'm going to always butcher the pronunciations of all these names, but the I think her name's R- Rani, Raimi, the witch that gives you the summon. Oh, you right. find her again, and she does have a quest line, right. and it involves this um, one dude that has a wolf's head that you will see in the Mistwood areas. He's involved and you've you've saw him cuz he he helped you out during the fight. That fight yeah exactly and then he's down so, in necron
0: or yeah. N- yes. Norcon or whatever
1: yeah and then you go down there again and then there's another eternal city down there as well there's a second part so i get to the second part and you come across and that's weird because like those spectral dudes with the horns Can snipe you from like half a map away, so
0: and they're and they're heat seeking fucking arrows. Fuck those
1: guys, (laughs) they fucking suck, and they're a bastard, they're a bunch of bastards. And then I feel like you and I are equal, I'm just taking longer.
0: Like, I started playing earlier, I'm just a lot slower player because I'm not as good, but I feel like you are pretty much where I'm
1: at. (laughs) Okay, okay, (laughs) so. I guess I came across a, what's referred to as a hidden boss, uh, today. Um, there is, um, there's an area called the Lake of Rot that's further, further down. Um, you end up fighting a, a invader. They call it like, um, I think it's like, uh, you fight the, the wolf head dude, but it's like an invader style one. So I don't know if it was actually the real one. Yeah. And then behind him, you go further into like this weird, at this place called um, the Lake of Rot. So, if you, of course, you have to run through it, and instead of poisoning you, it gives you the Scarlet Rot. So you have to basically be like chugging your S's Flax, and then trying to have some of uh, this um, one power up that basically negates that thing. So you're just burning through all your supplies pretty quickly, and you take a left turn instead of a right, and you have an option to rest in a coffin. And you wake up in this whole different area and you fight this boss that's basically like a, a large like skeleton scorpion thing. Um, and I'm sure this has happened to you numerous times where you are fighting and you're doing really well.
0: Oh, right. You're doing
1: so well where you don't even see any health left on that boss. And you're like, one more hit and this fucker's dead. And you just get shot and you get got. And that t- happened to me three times in a row <laughs> on this fucker. <laughs> so, I got a question for you also. Because um, I know they came up with the patches, the, the patch notes today with the latest patch. And... Last night
0: when I was fighting Radon is when the patch dropped and it kicked me out of the oh, game. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> lame, lame. Um, have you, have you uh, acquired the Mimic summons yet?
0: No, because isn't that in the... in? I haven't fought that boss yet. Isn't that in the... Uh, it, down in the near it, it, it down below in the city after the comment yes that boss so i'm about fight to fight him. that boss but it's like well that mimic t- that mimic has is, is been nerfed heavily so it's like i'm gonna get it yeah. but it's gonna be useless kind of
1: <laughs> yeah he's not as he's not as good as he used to be so um you fight you fight the you fight the mimic tier right and then which is basically you yeah, basically, you it's dark link basically, and you f- go through and it's behind one of those uh, fog doorways. Right, you have to use a little key with the gremlins and shit. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another they,
0: one. they 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 nerfed a bunch of stuff.
1: They nerfed like that shield that would do the one
0: shots. Uh, you would get this shield and then you could pair it with something and it would shoot like this electric bolt and kill people in one shot. So that yeah. got nerfed. So you can't do that. And then the bloody slash got nerfed. But then they upped a lot of, they buffed a lot of the magic. I feel like they really want you to play with magic in this game.
1: And I've been like, I, I appreciate just the variety of options you have to play this game. I've been seeing like some video of these people like doing this one power up that doesn't cause them, like for like five seconds, they don't lose any of their magic power. And then they just shoot like this just large ass beam out of the staff. And just melt bosses. I know that's eventually going to probably be nerfed as well. But it's cool that they have, like, you have the creativity to, like, really kind of fuck around with stuff, especially with the Ashes of War. I'm kind of scared to use it because I don't want to fuck something up.
0: Well, you can move them around, they don't stay. It doesn't cost you right? to move. Yeah, you can, you can, uh, so if you put one to a weapon, you can use it. And then, if you want to switch it to another weapon, that's why you can do it. They, yeah, any sites of grace it doesn't cost you money to switch them out. Um, oh, okay, uh, you can get some kind of currency to make duplicates of it if you want to put it on multiple weapons instead of having to switch it constantly. But they don't. They don't. You can remove it, put it back on. Okay, it's not something that you have to worry about fucking your build up with. Interesting. Um, um
1: the other so like if so. Oh, oh, so man, I, I know like thought... you play a lot of. I know something. you play a lot of Go ahead. open world games. Like how how is this compared? Because I know you're a big Assassin's Creed fan. How is this compared to like those, like those open worlds and like the Ubisofts and like well that all this that is, stuff?
0: you know, that's what I'm you know, that's what kind of the thing I'm talking about. Like uh, there was a joke, I think I posted it on the Discord, but like someone had put the uh the HUD of an Assassin's Creed game over Elden Ring. And it's just yeah, the amount of information that, yeah. that, that, that that gives you versus this game doesn't give you anything, really. It's like just, you know, it's so refreshing to not have to follow quest markers or, uh, you know, have constant dialogue on the thing or re- be reminded of what the the quest is. It's like, it's kind of more fun to like hap- happen across the, the quest and be like, oh, I actually experienced something. I know everyone's experienced this, I mean, this game is doing incredibly well. It sold like twelve million copies in its, like, what a week or so now. I don't know, but it's yeah, sold a it's, shit ton.
1: It's crazy. But, and like, I saw the numbers. Only a million of them were in Japan. Oh yeah, a Japanese mm-hmm. developer.
0: But it's 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 just it's uh, as far as an open world game. It's just it's really refreshing. I, I guess I just was getting really tired of just like, you know, you hit the quest marker and then it shows a little like invisible line how to get to somewhere. And it's like, this game doesn't do that. And the cool thing about this game and its design, which we haven't really talked about, is just how the world, you see the, kind of like how Skyrim, like Todd Howard said when like Skyrim was released, like, if you can see it, you can go to it. But the Absolutely. cool thing about this game is like, when you see it, it's so impressive in the background, and it's like, I've fucking been there, but in the back, it's just so impressive. Like, the way, the verticality of the game, and how it works, and... It's just really cool design, and it's like I'm just—it's super impressive in in that regard. I think.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I think we all have our moment of like testing the limits of how far we can jump off a cliff with our horse <laughs> and do the—and we all try to do the double jump right before we hit the ground, and that shit doesn't fly. <laughs>
0: I feel like sometimes it's like no, even if you could, you couldn't do that. It's like it's already decided that this is not an area you could do
1: that on. <laughs> exactly. And it was like just the weird. Just the weird shit, like the goats that will roll and roll down the hill <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> I like how there's
0: female goats, and then when the male one rams around, they'll attack you.
1: Yes, yes. Like, you're trying to sneak up on somebody, all of a sudden, some goat is fucking ramming you from behind. <laughs> like, what the
0: fuck? Um, are there things about the game that bug you? Because there are for me. Like, the camera can be incredibly annoying. I think there's a
1: there the things that are kind of bugging me. Like I'm I've been using um, an Xbox Series X controller on my PC, and I'm actually thinking about maybe switching over back to my Steam controller. Oh, to, the,
0: oh my god! Are you talking about the fucking
1: dismount when you hit the fucking left stick? Um. So what I've been talking about is, so you have like your. Um, your item list that you can like scroll through when you're pressing down on the D-pad. Oh right. But there's also like if you press and hold Y, you have that extra little pouch of items you can select. Right. Um, I probably I don't know if I'm using it correctly or optimally, but I was like, I want to have, um, on that one on the when you press and hold Y, the ones I always want to get to is like uh, calling my horse up, and then. Left and right are my two summons that I use the most. So right, right now it's the mimic and wolves. And then bottom is the, um, the lantern that you can connect to your belt. And so, but if you're in the middle of battle, like especially like a dragon fight, and you get knocked off your horse, I have to do some weird claw action with my hand to keep running and then pressing and hold Y and then also press up on the D-pad at the same time. It's like a weird, like, weird funky motion. And I, I know there has to be a better way for me to do this. So, like, weird shit like that. Um, going to the map by pressing back button or whatever button you're using. And for then me, it's usually a touchpad, so it's head. pretty easy. press that button again, you you exit out of it. But no, not in this game. This one will be like, oh, this is instructional. Oh, right, right, right. I know what something? you're talking
0: about. Yeah, just... Weird shit like that. Um, What I'm talking about is like when you're mounted on your horse and you're and you're attacking a boss on the on the PlayStation 5 when you press because L3 and R3 are the stick buttons. Yeah. Well, L3 is dismount too. So, like, you get in oh, a weird. battle and you're getting hot and heavy, and then you go into a swing, and then all of a, you press too hard down on the stick and it dismounts you, and it's like you just instantly lose all your speed and you're fucked. And I'm just like, yeah. and there's no way to remap that. I go into the, there's like very limited remapping things for the PlayStation 5. I don't know. PC probably has a, a lot more options, but for me, I'm just like stuck with this awful dismount choice, and it just fucking drives me mad.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be bad. Yeah. It's, it's, there is, yeah, there is interesting, like, then there's then this other weird shit, like, you, if you've been playing Dark Souls for a while, like, you get used to it, like, so, you know, like, um, if you're trying to do, like, platforming, which that is not the best game for platforming, no. but they know it's fucked up, and they're like, you're gonna deal with it anyway, and if you tap the button, you'll jump backwards as a dodge, right. and you just jump your ass off, like, if you're trying to jump between, like, if you're trying to work your way down a cliff off of, like, the headstones that are hanging out, yeah, I've I've jumped backwards off that shit before. <laughs> Cuz you want to get a running start and so you want to make sure like okay, I need to make sure I just press this just right so I don't run off the front, but I also don't jump backwards off the back of this. So that's weird. I'm also it's I I also kind of forget that I have a jump button available to me because that wasn't in Dark Souls. Like, you had a jump button, but it's not utilized how it is Oh, now. yeah, because,
0: like, jump attacks are crazy powerful in this game. I mean, it's yeah, just this new I thing. Yeah, about
1: them. So, especially when you're going against, like, those um, hardened enemies, like, usually in the mines, like, those are really powerful attacks, for sure. But, um, yeah. But then, of course, like, I, I feel like they've done a better job of having... More bonfires, um, the little statues that you have an option to respawn at are fantastic. And a lot of times you don't even realize that you hit one until like you die and you're like, oh, I guess there was one there this whole time. Um, every time you do like one of those um, tree avatar fights, like I did. I did one of those um, yesterday as well, like fighting the um, fighting the one that was in Khalid that does like uh, oh, rot. scarlet rot damage. So
0: how would you beat that one?
1: Um, I think I just like, I was on a good roll. I stayed on the horse. I used mimic and I also used fire on my sword and that does a lot of damage. Um, I just kind of, I like went on a tear the other day. I was, I was, cause those other two are really easy. Games, like, the
0: other two, those, uh,
1: tree avatars are really easy, but that one was like way yeah, more <laughs> different. That one in Khalid's I'm gnarly. Fucked. Yeah. That guy's fucked. Same thing with like some dragon fights. Like some dragon fights are easy now like you get to the point where like you're getting your ass kicked by everything but then you start getting strong you start understanding the mechanics and you feel like the the wind starts blowing a, a go- like like uh, on your back and then you're actually starting to kick ass For sure. but occasionally you cross somebody who's like well don't get too cocky because like this is going to be challenging all the all way through um
0: well that's that was kind uh, of the reason I started this this series because it's like I wasn't ever a big Souls fan. I wasn't really into those games. And then this one came out and there's so much hype. And I said, fuck it. I I should play it. I'm going to play it. And then I just really got into it. But I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to progress enough to beat it. And so I thought. And then I certain I got to a certain point where I started beating a few bosses and I thought, well, maybe I can do this, but I'm not going to beat this quickly. I'm not going to be able to beat this like some you'll probably beat it in like the next couple weeks or something, you know? Like I'm going to probably going to take me a little longer, you know? But I figured, well, I'll do a instead of just doing a review of the cuz I haven't beat it, yet, I'll just do a, like a continuing saga of my journey through this game in the hopes that I beat it before the year ends, you know? So, um, but it's been really impressive. I, also- I really I understand the loop now of like getting better and like I don't know it's just it's just fascinating
1: to me I also feel too like just doing a, a straight review you're you're missing like you do the game almost a disservice because part of the game is just the, the discussion around it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not only like how me and you are talking and like talking with Jared on the discord channel and Tony but also like if you like start any like podcast or any like video game media they're constantly coming out articles and discussions and everybody's experiencing this game in a kind of different way which is really nice. It's like I mean I you hear the comp- the comparisons to like Breath of the Wild. I've never played Breath of the Wild, but a a lot of times you you have the sword, you have the shield and you're doing like the puzzles and stuff like that. And yes, maybe the exploration aspects the same, but your approach to the to the combat is going to be so much different in Dark and the uh, Elden Ring, depending on how you want to build your character. Well, Everybody's just to stop you there for a moment. Different.
0: The funny thing about Breath of the Wild that they're not they in those reviews they never really talk about. Sure, this game is an open world game and the exploration is like Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild took that combat, that kind of that combat that comes from Souls games. You know, it doesn't exactly. come from Bre- from Breath of the Wild. I mean, Breath of the Wild is this overrated kind of this overrated. Open world game that's borrowing heavily from other games. You climb towers to unlock areas like Assassin's Creed. You have combat like Demon Souls or whatever or Dark Souls. So like then they're oh Elden Elden Ring is just like Breath of the Wild is such a disservice because well Breath of the Wild took so much from yeah you know from software already so. Anyway, go ahead. I just i i i've heard no, you're not the only. It, I mean, there's totally been a few uh, reviewers that have said that, and it's just like, come on, guys, come on. I mean, when?
1: Yeah, I feel like the only comparison I can really make with that, like I said, I never played it, but it just seems like just the idea of like, okay, you're in this world, go do things, right? Instead of we're gonna hold your hand, and I guess that's where the comparison will stop. Let's just say, um, but no, like. I am already planning on trying to defeat every boss in this game. Right. If I, I might be locked out, like, because I know, like, some quest lines I'll probably end up missing the first time around. And that's the same thing with, like, the Dark Souls series. Like, they're obtuse. Like, uh, there might be a character you come across a couple times. And um, so, for example, so in the first Dark Souls games, there is a character named Solaire. They're, that's where the term praise the sun comes from. Uh-huh. Is this one dude in his quest line? And towards the end part of the game, there is a hallway where they have like these little, like kind of creatures that um, are like little bugs that will jump on your head and kind of like, kind of almost do like a sort of like instant kill, if I recall correctly. They basically are like little parasites that take over your brain. If you do not find, if. If you do not find this hallway and clear them out, Solaire will get infected and next time he sees you, will attack you and you have to kill him. So, and it's like one of those ones where like, it is not on the main path in those areas. You have to have like done some extra criteria to do this special hallway to get to this area. So you can save this one character that's been helping you the whole game. I feel like from Soft. Loves that shit. Oh, right. And does it all the time, which is cool. I mean, it just means like you get to play the game again. And yeah, this game is huge. So it's like, and it, like, already thinking about it for how much I've already put into it to play it again is daunting. But at least you have the skill set that you've acquired by playing it the first time. But then this time I get to try something new. So maybe this time I'll just play as a spellcaster or something. Well, how many who... times did you like run through Dark Souls 1? Shit. Um, you know, like, I will look at... Let me bring up my uh, Steam page. Because I know... I believe I end up putting, like, about 130 hours into Dark Souls. Then probably close to the same amount to the remaster. I usually end up doing, like, uh, like around 130 hours on each Dark Souls game. Right. Because I've... This is one of those ones where, like, I I don't really play games numerous times. But for some reason, like, I will... Bring that one up. I'll keep playing those. I don't know why. Well I get I, I get I, have friend, I get like, like
0: serious Skyrim vibes off of the exploration of this game for some reason or just running through areas I get totally I could see myself even if I do be this, I could see myself playing this again. But just because I really enjoy the world. I enjoy being in it. Even though it can be yeah. kind of oppressive and weird and creepy, I do enjoy my character just destroying these enemies. I find that very yeah. rewarding. So
1: for sure and like i'm not gonna lie like there have been times where if you're getting your ass crushed by a boss the fifth or sixth time and you're like i've heard this music numerous times i've i've done the whole like i've turned off the music in the game and just put on spotify <laughs> see i don't and do that. just be like yeah i know i know i'm the i'm the worst <laughs> well I, i'm curious
0: uh, another thing i'm curious about um how much i mean how much have you just like no spoilers or how much do you like do like you Google or check out YouTube videos or read about stuff on like wiki, you know, do you do much research or do you try like, like I'm not, I'm not against looking shit up. Like I feel like mm. I need to know what this is. Cause I don't want to miss this.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I look up stuff quite often. Um, I looked up how I, it's interesting. You find out like how there's certain bosses are weak to certain things. That helps out a ton. Like that, um, how do you say his name again? The one on the dunes? Um, was it the guy you just beat? Oh, Radon. That, I just beat, yes, General him. Radon, yeah. Yes. On that weird little horse that he's on. Yeah, right? <laughs> God. It's
0: like this badass and, boss, and then it's all of a sudden comical because he's on this little tiny fucking pony horse.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where like I also look it up too because I want to learn more about the lore. Um, there is this one guy uh, on YouTube he has a very he has a very pleasant British voice and he breaks down all the lore of all the souls games in a nice really soothing British accent um i will I'll put a link to it on the discord channel okay but like I'm looking forward to like when he starts breaking down the lore to this game because there's like the the aspects of like okay like you're you're chosen that you can come back to life so I just always want to hear. Why like how what is the MacGuffin that's causing you to like they address that you die and you're coming back? Why is that? Mm-hmm. And like with the Dark Souls games, they're talking about like some weird undead curse and um people have been coming back to like coming back to life numerous times and they start losing their mind, they lose their humanity. That's why people have gone crazy, and it's basically all careening towards the end of the world. Um but then you have like the aspects of like the uh uh witch raimi quest where she's talking about like something about wanting to like control death or something and you know they talk to you and they speak they talk to you in ways where you're like i'm sort of understanding what's going on but i don't really get it i wonder if but, it's like
0: george R. R. martin gave him here's a kind of a plot thread but then you guys kind of figure it out from there and they're like what do we do with this <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know, because I know from my understandings, like, the original Dark Souls games, um, the director was basically looking at old, whether it's Dungeons and Dragons and old Western fantasy novels, but he didn't know how to read English. So he just saw the imagery, and he just basically kind of filled in the blanks, and that's where, like, Demon Souls and the Dark Souls series came from. So I wouldn't be surprised, like, I think they, I don't know, like, like I said before, I don't know how much... George R. R. Martin's really contributing. Yeah, right. To this it's like it's
0: it's like yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I, I almost feel like he would be, uh, because of the lack of plot to a certain degree, he'd be like, "What's going on here?" You know. I I yeah. I had I had I had pages for this. I don't, I
1: don't know. Where is the incest and where is the rape? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah. not go there. Uh, yeah. uh,
0: how how is it running on your P? I, I'm playing on PS Five. It's uh not it never really is a constant 60 it's like a 58 59 uh in fact digital foundry said if you're playing on ps5 if you want constant 60 play the ps4 version on the ps5 and you'll have constant 60
1: um weird yeah so i was just
0: curious i know the pc had some really bad stuttering issues at launch uh i don't know how your machine's been handling i
1: feel like there's still some stuttering issues as well like it doesn't hitch that bad, but occasionally it's just a little jarring, but I do I do know that the PC crowd can be extra neurotic. I mean, I get it. We we've all spent like 3 grand on our PCs and stuff <laughs> right. like that. We want to make sure we want to make sure everything's 4K at 120 frames per second with all the bells and whistles of ray tracing and everything needs to runs flawlessly. That That, unfortunately, is not the case. A lot of times, it seems like, especially when it comes from Japanese developers, the quality of the ports sometimes lacks. Um, Dark Souls 2, I couldn't play it for the first, I think, two or three weeks it came out um, because there was a a weird um, graphical bug that caused the game to crash immediately. So, I mean, it could be worse for sure. And there's also, like, weird... Are you pretty forgiving though, generally? Or I I guess so. Like I feel like I am. Um and there's always coming out with new patches. And if like if they don't come out with a new patch, then there was the whole especially when it comes to the first Dark Souls, there was a whole uh, DS fix patch that this one guy came out with, which basically allowed you to do um high resolution, like you could basically brute force high resolution and uncapped frame rates, which um they encouraged to cap at sixty because you would actually break the game because they set parrying and attacks to the frame rate. So, so like yeah, there's there's some issues, but it's it's a good looking game and it runs pretty pretty good. And like I'm I have it on an SSD, and I feel like when I die and respawn, it's basically about like maybe six seconds or so before I'm back in. Oh yeah,
0: it's super quick. I'm i PS five. Yeah. It's like crazy quick, dude. Um, which
1: is good because you die a lot and that would be a bother. <laughs>
0: indeed indeed i mean that's the joke right and like i knew yeah. going in that that was the joke but like it's true man especially when i was level like level nothing wretch with a club mm-hmm. it just took a long time <laughs> to kind of
1: so do you find yourself kind of like understanding the love of that at least, like, I'm not saying, like, you're going to go back and play Dark Souls and stuff. But now now you're playing this and, like, it's obviously got the hooks in you now. Like, it's fucked up. There's games out that are coming out right now that I did want to play. Like, uh, Tunic finally came out. I have Game Pass and they put the Guardians of the Galaxy game on there, which I've been hearing really good things about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, before Elden Ring came out, I was playing through um, Horizon Zero Dawn, the PC port as well as finally playing um, Red Dead Redemption 2 because I did a, a graphic card up update, and it's a really pretty-looking game. Right. Um, and then when Elden Ring came out, I just basically uninstalled those, um, and while I do want to play Tunic, I just want to spend all my time in Elden Ring. Oh, 100%.
0: Um, it's funny you mentioned Horizon because, like, obviously, I loved the first Horizon. I really enjoyed that game, but... Um, as we were talking about Assassin's Creed earlier, I just, I've gotten so just tired of those really handholdy open world games with marker and like, and I was just not looking forward to th- I mean, I kind of want to play the sequel, but I just really wasn't, I just wasn't going to buy it at launch. I was like, I'll wait for it to like be 20 bucks or something way down the line. And so, yeah. and I didn't I've know what to like play. I was going to play really
1: handholdy this time. What? I heard that it was supposed to be really hand holdy. Oh yeah. Um, and then and, you
0: know, Gran Turismo seven was gonna come out is coming out came out and I was gonna play that instead. And then I just made the audible to get Elden Ring and then I just got fucking sucked in. It's like, yes. I was scared, but started enjoying it, and then part of me was just like, Yes, this is the game I wanna be playing right now. I really enjoy I just I was really surprised how much I enjoyed it and so it just kind of flipped the whole screen the script, you know. But I I am playing two games right now. I'm playing Gran Turismo 7 and I'm playing Elden Ring. And uh Nice. That's just I'm playing these two kind of difficult-ish games,
1: I guess. And it's nice because they're vastly different. Oh yeah. Like I've been wanting to get back into playing Guilty Gear, but Elden Ring, Elden Ring, more Elden Ring. So, I know you've been pro- you buy you might have mentioned this on your last um talk, but When was when did it click? When did it make sense? When are you like, okay, this game, I get this game now. I understand why people are talking about this. Like, when did it really start? You started getting into the minutia of Elden Ring.
0: Let's see. The first night I got it and downloaded it, I I had it preloaded, and the first night I played it, I was pretty drunk, and so the whole opening part, I just kind of like created my character and like kind of fumbled through that first like boss. You're not supposed to be able to beat, but I guess you can beat if you're super good. But I just yeah. die. And then it dumps me out into into the world. And it's like, oh, this world's cool. And then you just get destroyed by this guy on a horse really quick. And it's just like, yep. <laughs> it's like it's kind of funny. <laughs> and just and I'm just like drunk and having a good time. I'm just kind of like, it's just kind of like, so I played it for like four hours or something. And just, you know, I was like, oh, it's, it is tough. It is a tough game. It's like, and in my head, I'm like, so like, I'll, I'll, I'll say like Returnal which is this kind of game that's really tough. And I played for like 12 hours, but I could only beat the first boss, and I never moved on. And it just never really grabbed me, but I really liked it, enjoyed it. It looks awesome. It was fun. But I just like 12 hours, punishing. I'm not going to play this anymore. This I kind of was like, by the end of that four hours, I was kind of like, there's that little encampment where the soldiers are. You kind of start, yeah. and you kind of just grind that for a while. Well, I grind it for, for a long while because I'm level nothing. <laughs> so until yeah. I got a decent sword and some armor, I just kind of kept, I'd like kill them, level up, do it over again, you know, for a while. And so, and I did that, and it's like, is this what the game's going to be? I don't know. So I went to bed. The next day when I played it, I played it, I think it was, as yeah, that was like a Thursday, so like Friday after work. I just played it to like, I don't know, forever. And it just the loop just caught onto me, and I enjoyed the you know you get your new look and you get you you finally get a weapon like I like went from a club to a, a like a short sword or something, and I just like mm-hmm. I get this. It's just this is just gonna take me longer than other people, but I get the grind. And then it's like you slowly start venturing out to other places and get destroyed. And yeah. then it's like, oh, okay, I guess I can't do that right now. So I go back to my little safe area, grind some yeah. more. <laughs> and,
1: and, like, your safe area is, like, not even that safe because, you know, for the first week and a half, you have that tree sentinel just waiting for you. Like, he just looks at you, and you're like, one day, bitch, come on out. <laughs> and then, and not like, only
0: that, but that, yeah. you know, just early on, during the day, yeah. that area is fine. But at night, then there's, like, giants and... It just becomes yeah. very weird. it's like bats and shit, and it's just it's funny. It's it's interesting. So like I don't know. I just have like a sense it, ca- humor. It, it. Just came to me. It just I just got it all of a sudden. And I for like sure. it. Like, I like to have a sense of the, humor. The because... games have always been kind of ugly, and I think it yeah. finally looks decent enough for me. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But I just I appreciate some of that troll ass shit they do like. Mm-hmm. Oh well, there's this bonfire over here in the middle of this like lake thing. Let's go see what's happening. Oh, there's a fucking dragon. <laughs>
0: For sure. Oh, I'm running
1: away. Oh, he he lit me on fire. <laughs> Dude,
0: they they troll hard on that man. Like uh, <laughs> like when you get to that final like like that imperial city where the doors are and there's uh, two horse guards. I don't know. Have you been up there yet?
1: I don't the, believe I have, the main city
0: where the main tree is.
1: Oh, uh, I haven't been there yet.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, there's this big staircase that walks up, and then there's all these guards, and then it goes nothing for a while, and you're like, oh, okay, no problem. And then there's this, you know, how like there's the horse guy in the beginning area? Well, now there's these two motherfuckers. One does ice and one does fire, and you're just fucked, you know? (laughs) Like, like, guard these doors. (laughs) But if you just run through the door, there's a fucking sight of grace on the other side. So you're just like trying to get to it to save, and then it's like, all right, I can figure it out from there, but it's just kind of funny. You are like just get me through here.
1: <laughs> yeah, roll, 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 roll. Horse double jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like that's another thing. It's like I can't, I can't hang with the fat roll, man. Like I have to do like the light armor because that fat roll is I can't do that shit.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm always running kind of like medium load. Is that what you are?
1: Yeah, exactly, medium load. I've been still rocking basically the the same for the most part. I've been rocking the same armor set I have from day one, which is like the warrior armor set. And I did recently change to like the the uh, general's helm that has that big plumage in the back of it. Gotcha. It's kind of because it's ridiculous. That's why. Well, I got that. And uh, I saw that you. I I got the. Yeah, I did eventually buy the warriors.
0: Because I didn't start out as a warrior, but I did find it and I bought it because it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. And that. then I found that wolf mask. So I'm I I usually run just I run how I look and I don't really care yeah. about my armor
1: kind of. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's really what cool. they refer to as fashion souls. Yeah,
0: I know. Um <laughs> but I switch through a lot of weapons and different things, you know. I have a staff for range. I cuz I don't like using the bow and arrows. I hate that for range. That's, uh, that uh, that combat needs to be tightened up. That is boring and sucks to use. I hate that.
1: Yeah, the bow and arrows not great. The crossbows are even worse. Oh, I
0: know. Ugh. So uh, I use. Oh, I have a staff slow. for range, and then uh, whatever the other thing is for like the rot stuff, the other like two finger or whatever they call those little sigil things.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then yeah, I have a collection like, of swords. I have you a like, katana you don't know. and
0: a great sword, and then, then the, the I have the fang, but mine's only up to level five.
1: Yeah, but, but it's weird. Like there's there's aspects of it like. There's aspects that you don't know, like the first time you have a great ruin rune. Oh yeah, um, you're like, I can equip this, but I have to go to some place to activate it first, and and then once it, then once you, you, you have, have it,
0: you have to use a rune arc
1: to power it, and it's only good until you die. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's the, I I I think like that is that is a um, concept they brought over from Dark Souls for this, so but i appreciate so in dark souls um there is the there's a concept of humanity um you look like a normal person and then you die and then you look like a like a mummy like piece of jerky or some shit like that and you look super ugly and so aesthetically it sucks and you're also a little less health and until you restore your humanity. Mm-hmm. They took that same concept but instead of like penalizing you like if you you are powered up until you die. And so I do appreciate that change instead of taking something away. You like you're basically, you're buffing yourself until you die. So,
0: well, I have, I have a, I have another interesting question that I wanted to get your take on. Um, so for sure. the longest time, obviously the souls souls games are punishing and there's a, a group of people, whether they have disabilities and can't play games on this hard, or there's people that just want to have like, why can't it have an easy mode? Now mm-hmm. I feel like to a degree Elden Ring instead of putting in easy mode added a lot of things for players like me to maybe help them into the game like the summons the the additional like npc summons some of the magic do you think that is what that is? Because I feel like there was an article I think on Polygon or something today that like there are some hardcore players that feel like all that shit is just awful and like it ruins like it's ruining their game. What is your take on some of that?
1: That's actually I was hope actually hoping we were gonna talk about this. Um so it's weird. I'm I'm almost of two minds. Like I understand it sucks that you want to experience this one game, but the Difficulty curve is such that it is difficult for a lot of people to penetrate, just because of the nature of the game. Um, I, I was kind, of, I kind of applauded the idea of like um, last year I played Psychonauts two, and they put in um, options where you couldn't die, and if you really wanted to experience like you couldn't die, um, and they've had these things to make the game easier. So if anybody wanted to experience the whole story, they could. On the other hand, um, with this series, I it sucks to say this, but not everything is for everybody. At the end of the day, um, and it could be for all different all different things. For example, my girlfriend has been recently in a symphonic death metal phase. She's been listening to it a lot, but she doesn't like. The, a lot of the screamy vocals that go along with that genre. So there is good music out there, but it's just not for you because of the nature of that element. You know, uh, Game of Thrones is a, a story, is a TV series that many people enjoy. But if you have a hard time with scenarios involving like sexual violence, then this show is not going to be for you. I Peanut butter is great, but if you have a peanut allergy you can't have peanut butter i'm sorry at the end of the day um it's it's unfortunate but that's just the nature that's just that's just how it is um now for people saying that these summons and magic are ruining the game for them you do not have to use them you're not forced to use them at all so those people can shut the fuck up because do you have the option to use it or not but do you um, feel like
0: they were added as instead of doing an easy
1: mode quite possibly like i i for one like um yes yes and no because in the prior dark soul games there were times where you can summon um like uh, computer-controlled phantoms, that will help you in boss fights. And for the most part, that's when I do most of my summoning anyways during a boss fight, just basically to run distraction while I could come behind them and just start whacking at them or do whatever. Um, I have only actually summoned, I think, a computer-controlled phantom maybe once or twice. And that was for was it the Marguerite fight? You have that one person show, like you can summons like the um, Godric. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that person you're talking about. Um, And I know that PVP and also like you can summon, like you can summon helpful phantoms, but I haven't really touched that aspect of the game. You have a bunch of, you have a bunch of those tools in your, in your inventory and I haven't even touched them yet. I don't even know what they do. They have the one that looks like a shovel or a flute or something, um, and sometimes I feel like they're, they're, the they're worked
0: into the bot. Like Radon, I think it was worked into the fight. Yeah,
1: yeah. like it's so, like so, the whole oh, point. Absolutely. Yeah, and that fight that fight is a bitch if you don't use them. Like, so for example, for me, I died probably at least ten times before I even made it to like where he was at because <laughs> oh, yeah. he kept like, yeah. He kept like one shot me with his bow and arrow. And then you get to the point where you know when to like bob and weave. Like I like to compare like Dark Souls bosses to playing Mike Tyson's punch out. Cause they all like will tell like they all have tells if you know what to look for. Right. And you know when to you know when to strike, when to move, and you also have to know when to back off. Because you're going to open yourself up to get destroyed. So if you approach it like that, like it's it kind of conditions your mind to know how to fight them. Instead of like, I'm just going to run up, I'm just going to spam, like attack, 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 attack. And eventually he's going to die and I'm going to go on to something else. Um, you can't do that. So yeah, at the end of the day, it sucks that there's going to be people out there that can't enjoy this game.
0: Well, I appreciated it. Time. I appreciated it. I mean, even if it's easier, I appreciate it because it's been the doorway for me to get into it. And then it makes me want to learn it more on top yeah. of just, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm. Not, there's no shame in me cheesing the boss, but then yeah. I watch some of these guys beat these bosses with like no damage. And they do like, it's like some of the most sexiest like sword play I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, I kind of, you know, so I work on my timing, you know, I work, you know, I try and I, you know, and you know, sometimes it works for one round of it and then I get fucked the next round, you know, like, like he does it and I got it and then I get fucked. But, But I appreciate that I'm learning and I've been let in to the club to play the game long enough to not feel like I shouldn't be here. And obviously 12 million people are buying this goddamn game. There's a... yeah. I mean, there was some. What is it on Steam that like, like less than fifty people had even beaten uh, Godric at this point, or some shit.
1: Yeah, actually, um, I remember like seeing like actually the numbers are getting really high. Like something at least fifty percent of players now have beaten him. Like they'll show you percentages of like of the um, the achievements of like certain certain um, like killing certain bosses and stuff like that. And like it's getting it's actually getting impressive. Like it's I feel like for so long like we they weren't giving players credit that they don't need to have all. This. Listen, all the like when they stopped giving you a uh, instruction manual is when they really started doing the real hand-holdy tutorial shit that we've all become tired of at one aspect or another. Um, but now like they're basically from. From software is like, you know, we actually trust our players to um, basically understand and, and kind of like decipher like this puzzle box that we present to them. But I feel at the same time, they actively encourage cooperation amongst other players, like whether by forums or even like even by putting like the whole messaging system in the game itself or like seeing like bloodstains of where people have died and uh, other games that are happening at the same time as you and seeing like phantoms and like, so sometimes you think like, sometimes you think you're in a safe spot and you see some white, like ghost phantom in the uh, far away fighting something. You're like, what the fuck is over there?
0: <laughs> I think it's, imp- so, I think it's impressive. Like if you look at like uh, some of these like mainstream open world games where they say. That it's your choice. You play this how you want to, but generally everyone plays it the same. And then you have a game that doesn't hold your hand and doesn't tell you what to do, and you see people fighting this a boss hundreds of different ways. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like don't tell us there's a hundred ways to do it.
1: Just don't tell us how to do it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, it's very interesting.
1: yeah, or, like, you can go around, like, just ganking, like, NPCs and uh, merchants and stuff like that, and that's a totally valid way to play this game. So, like, they don't say, like, you don't have to do this, or you can, and they'll do shit where, like, there are certain players or characters that you come across that have been <clears throat> have been your buddy for a while, and then, for reasons, they turn on you, and they don't get, like, you try to, you finally find out why afterwards, so... It just keeps you on your toes, so, yeah. I feel like this is, this series is like like this developer. I don't know like they can continue making these type of games, and if they continued in this direction, like I can't imagine how difficult and how much work they put into this game. It's incredible, but pretty like,
0: quick. Sekiro was not that long ago, man. I mean,
1: yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to think because I remember like when was When was, um, when was this game announced? Well, well, it was, hmm,
0: well, Sekiro won, what, 2019 Game of the Year? Ooh, I have my phone here, Let let me take a look. And then, it had to have been announced while Sekiro had just been released.
1: Yeah, you're right, that was 2019, so, um... Yeah, so I guess like three years, but I could imagine like, you have you have, allocation of like, okay, we have our, we have our art department is done, so now the art department is now working on Elden Ring, and I can imagine like there's just maneuvering, like there's always going to be numerous games being worked on at the same time. Well, so Sekiro I'm is sure also like, interesting
0: too because, you don't get new weapons in that, right? You're just, you're no, stuck with the one. Like, you're stuck with just dealing with.
1: Yeah, you're basically for the most part stuck with a sword that will get more powerful. But the variation comes with your pros- your uh, with your prosthesis, like these different tools whether they're firecrackers or a metal um umbrella, etc etc. My et cetera. understanding
0: is that is the hardest of the games. Like that game is the fucking hardest.
1: It is very difficult like I'm not going to lie I've I've ac- I've actually used cheat engine before to beat that game because that game is hard as fuck um but it, it's basically it subverts the mechanics that you were taught in the souls games and you are told to abandon them so in the souls games prior like you were rewarded on playing more defensively right it's the bloodborne not- Blood- game cuz bloodborne
0: yeah. gets rid of the shield and you have a gun in it and a thing and it's like it it wants you to be aggressive versus
1: exactly exactly and so Sekiro rewards you for being aggressive but it's like you also need to know how to be uh, aggressive but also have restraint to know when to back off so um, it, it takes you a while to to understand it and then the idea of like guard breaks they introduced a lot of new mechanics but the mobility was fantastic the use of the grappling hook was great Um, but yeah, just like any other games, like you get got real fast in that game.
0: Well, uh, Justin, I mean, we've been talking for like an hour and 12 minutes here. Uh, I should probably wrap this up, but just kind of in closing, uh, what are kind of your final thoughts? I mean, uh, I think you can probably go beat the game right now if you wanted to, unless you want to make sure you get all the endings, then you have to keep going. But I feel like you, you can't you just like go after you feed the first boss you can just go i mean people are speed running this game in 37 minutes right now
1: yeah i think uh, i think the speed running times are gonna be kind of jacked up because i think one of the things that got nerfed was the ash of war that they were exploiting to get those times so low but i'm already planning on trying to fight every boss um, and I have no uh, long how that's going to take. I'm kind of um, with you. I want to. I want
0: to yeah. experience this. I don't. I could go try to beat the game, but I kind of. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really in mm-hmm. that mode right now where I just want to experience it all. So I just. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I just want to experience it and uh, enjoy it.
1: And it's like I don't. I this this series or like this game in particular, like the feeling of reward and achievement is unlike most games you play you actually feel like you're accomplishing something for sure um and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing like i already know from the patch notes they said they've already added like new npcs and some new quest lines and so i can only imagine it's it's funny
0: it's been so long since like a game multiple times i've just shouted out "Ah! Ah!" (laughs) you know what i mean i just like fuck you (laughs)
1: yes yes embrace the hate embrace the hate and make you powerful (laughs) and this is not important
0: to listeners but uh you know justin and i are friends and our our partners are friends and uh adrian was over here with my wife and they were they they came they had they had drinks and they came back home really quick to just hang out and see the dog and say hi for a minute but she's like adrian was like oh is is Ian playing Elden Ring? And like, Bryn's like, uh, well, not right now, no. I, I, I'm, I'm hearing the conversation upstairs. I'm hearing It's like, no, he's yeah. not right now. He is playing it, but right now he's playing Gran Turismo 7. I just thought it was funny. And then she goes like, yeah, that's all that Justin's playing right
1: now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, she'll and she'll watch me, and she thinks it's hilarious how quickly I get fucked up. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Justin, uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, anytime,
1: anytime to talk about Elden Ring.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think next episode I'm gonna have Jared on, but maybe we can have another episode where all three of us are on, and uh, we could talk about it again and see where we yeah, are. Yeah, for sure. Because like Jared just bought it, I like finally got him just, just like, just fucking get it, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, considering that he uh, did the demon souls remake and he sounded like he really enjoyed it i feel like this would be a really good game to just yeah with.
0: well you know he bought horizon and he bought the new destiny expansion he's just got too many games and he's just like i gotta beat yeah. these first and i was like no you don't you gotta play no, this one
1: <laughs> yeah and like you're gonna be and then you're gonna play this game and you're gonna be so disappointed with all these other games <laughs>
0: all right dude it was a pleasure thanks for being on the show
1: all right, brother. Uh, I want to thank
0: everyone for listening and remind you to leave feedback on uh, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Couch Co-op Shows, all one word, no hyphen. Reminder you to uh, subscribe and share and maybe leave us an iTunes account. You can find us on Spotify. In fact, Spotify is doing video shit now. So, like, when we upload our video, it just it, you can actually watch us now, which is weird. Um, but anyway, uh, that would be awesome. And I want to thank everyone for joining me here on the couch, especially Justin. For Couch Co-op, I'm Ian, reminding you to please...